Welcome to the Show Up Society podcast, where I talk about showing up for your goals one tiny step at a time. I'll help you break down your big fat dreams into tiny bite-sized pieces that are totally doable as long as you just keep showing up. I talk about anything from running to creativity, to mindset, to small business, to whatever else comes up. You'll see how just showing up for yourself every day in the tiniest way can make a huge impact and change your life. I'm your host, Tammy Bennett, artist, coach, habit keeper, and idea machine. I can't wait to cheer you on. So let's get started. Hello, thank you for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Today, I'm going a little bit more freestyle, low-key, a little bit more relaxed, not really sticking to a script. I don't really have a total purpose for you or a lesson for you. I just thought it would be fun to share three big ways that I have not showed up for myself in my life. Um, There are tons of ways that I haven't showed up for myself, like letting my inner mean girl rule my world for the past probably 20 something years. But I'm going to talk about three big ones just because I thought it would be fun. But first, I wanted to give a couple updates about what's going on around here. Um, In cool news, we hit a thousand downloads last week, and my goal was to have at least a thousand downloads by episode 10. And that's what we did. So thank you so much for listening and sharing and I appreciate you. Also, I am hard at work getting some guests to come on to the show. I emailed a bunch of people over the last few days, and so far I got one yes. We just have to schedule it. I got an email saying, we'll get back to you, and I got a whole bunch of nothing. But if you guys remember from my episode about going for the no to get more yes, I'm going to keep going for the no and I'm going to keep sending out emails and I'm going to get some fun guests on the show that I'm super excited to talk to and super excited for you to hear. In other news, I was woken up at 4.30 a.m. by my 12-year-old today. Um, Her English teacher is assigning a speech that has been given in public, uh, three to four minutes long, and he sent an email this morning Uh, at 4.30 for them to claim dibs on the speech that they wanted to give in class. And she had her heart set on Greta Thunberg's How Dare You speech. And she wanted to be sure that she got it. So she woke up at 4.30 to claim dibs on it. And she was so worried that she wouldn't get it. And her plan B is the speech that Emma Gonzalez gave for March for Our Lives. And it makes me kind of emotional to see how much passion she had that she wanted to do one of one of those two speeches. And it makes me emotional and proud to know that we have teenagers in this world that are so powerful and that can move 12-year-old girls to wake up at 4.30 in the morning just to have a chance to say their same words in class. Unfortunately, the link that the teacher sent wasn't working. And so there was a few minutes of uh, panic involved because she was just sure that someone else in her class might want to also choose that same speech. So there were a few emails written to this teacher at 4.30 in the morning. And um, I dropped her off at school. She had a positive attitude. She was just sure that she was going to get that speech. And I can't wait to pick her up today and see if she actually gets to do Greta Thunberg's speech. Do-do-do-do-do-do. It's challenge time. Today's challenge is to just shake your booty. 
Um, I don't care if you do the chicken dance. I don't care if you do like a ride the donkey. I don't care what you do. Just shake your booty. If you are on a run, just stop your watch, shake your booty on the corner for five seconds and go on with your bad self. If you're in the car, might be a little harder. So I'll give you a few minutes until you get to where you're going. And then you got to get out and shake your booty real quick before you uh, walk into wherever you're going. So the purpose of this is just to lighten up a little bit. Sometimes I feel, especially now that I've been doing all this self-coaching work, is that I'm getting kind of, I don't feel serious, but I, I don't want to get too serious. I think it's really important to just, this is life. This is, we're put here to have fun. Um, so make sure you do that. And as you know, if you film it and send it to me, you get bonus, bonus points. I literally think I might even send you something in the mail. If you take a video of you shaking your booty and you send it to me. Even better if you do it with friends. Okay, let's talk about some times when I did not show up for myself. I'm going to take you way back to when I first graduated college and I decided to buy my own car with money that I had earned from doing medical transcription for my mom, who is a pediatrician, and also from working at Fleet Feet, which is a running specialty store. So I went to the car dealership all alone, and I was just looking for like a little sedan, and I picked a Ford Escort. And I asked to take one on a test drive, so the de dealer, you know, left and came back to me with the keys, and we walked over to a periwinkle car with a fin on the back. I think it's actually called a spoiler, but I'm sticking with fin because that's what it looked like. So I think I must have made a weird face like, oh my God, I do not want to be seen in that purpley blue car. Um, so the dealer, you know, looked at me and he was like, oh, we'll just test drive this one and then we can switch it out later, you know, if you decide to buy a car. So we took it on a drive. I like the car. I mean, I don't really know anything about cars at all. I just know that they go places and... Um, side note, this will show you how nerdy I am. When I was 15, my dad asked what kind of car I wanted. And I was like, I don't care. I just wanted to have lots of gadgets. Um, yeah, so that's, that's who you're dealing with right now. So anyway, we're driving the periwinkle car. I just want to get out of it. So we get back to the dealership. I had already decided I wanted a car. And so I said, um, yeah, I'm ready to buy a car today. So he asked if I wanted the one we just test drove, but he not he was nodding his head up and down like yes, a yes motion as he said, and you like that color, you want the one we just test drove? And I did not at all like that color for a car, but I totally think he played a Jedi mind trick on me. And I said yes. So my first car was a car that I wasn't even in love with, and I didn't I didn't even, I wasn't even really that proud of it. And I'm totally sorry if you are driving a periwinkle car, but for me, it just wasn't the right choice. Um, and so I drove away feeling like I'm in a little baby shark. I felt like a little baby shark on the road, a cartoon shark. Um, instead of coming away feeling empowered and you know, amazing that I just bought my first car. I was kind of sheepish and a little bit shy to go tell people like, hey, look at my brand new car. Um, and I just have to tell you too, that that car was rear ended three different times, none of which were my fault in any way, shape or form. And I think the color literally blended in to like the, the color of the sky right before dusk. 
Um, so the car just had bad juju and I think it came from either my lack of love for it or just the fact that I wasn't supposed to be in that car. So anyway, that was the first time I didn't show up for myself. Second story is way more recent. It was for this Show Up Society website, I decided to get professional photographs done. And I've never done that in my life, um, other than like, you know, school photos. Um, So it was just a super uncomfortable experience, period. Because for one, I mean, I don't know many people that are totally overjoyed and happy with how their body and their face look. Um, Hopefully you are one of those. And I'm working on becoming one of those kind of people. But at the time of this photo session, I was not at all super in love with my body or my face or my age that I feel like I'm older on the outside than I am on the inside. Um, So anyway, I just went into it feeling a little bit uncomfortable, but knowing that I wanted to do it anyway. So we get there and I really like this photographer online. She has great lighting. I like her as a person. We're having a great time. Um, But then we start getting to the actual photos and the posing. And she's coming up with some kind of crazy poses. One of them was kind of bending over with my hands on my knees And it looks like I have to pee. And I swear to you, I am 99.5% sure that I have a picture of me way back in college when I was drinking and using the bathroom behind a bush, making the exact same physical posture and exact same face pretty much. Um, So yeah, yeah, not exactly what you want to have on your professional website or or anywhere. Does you do you ever really want a picture of you looking like you're wasted and peeing behind a bush? I don't think so. But I did it because she's the photographer. She's done this a million times. She does this for corporate website people. And I just felt like she has more knowledge than me and I need to let her tell me what to do. Um, even though I knew that never in my wildest imagination would I choose that photo for myself. Um, And then another time we went outside and she told me to prop up one leg behind me um, so that foot would be on the wall, you know, so that knee is pointing down. But I had on a dress that ended like an inch or two inches above my knee. And so it looked like I just had a half of a leg. And there is nothing wrong with only having half of a leg, but I happen to have two full legs. So I don't want a picture of me on my website with one and a half legs. But again, I was like, you know, I don't feel comfortable in any way doing this pose. It seems super fake. Oh, because also my hands were beside me, like palms to the wall. So I was like flat against the wall, except for this like stumpy knee poking out. So yeah, nothing about it was comfortable or attractive or real. And I just was like dying inside of my head. But instead of saying, hey, you know what? This pose totally isn't cool. I want to do something that looks like something I would do because I want these pictures to represent me. I just went with it. And, you know, there was a guy across the street walking by and I know that he was laughing inside or crying inside because he was like, I don't even know what's happening. But anyway, I just there is a part of me that believes that you should try new things and push boundaries and let other people um, get you outside of your comfort zone. 
But I think this wasn't the right time. I was paying money for these pictures. I wanted them to reflect me. And I didn't really speak up. So eventually I did. I did kind of make up this other kind of pose that I do. And I really liked it. And I felt cute doing it. And she kind of like she giggled like in a not good way. Like, aren't you like a silly, like, aren't you a silly kind of way? And it just totally demoralized me. I was like, you know, I just finally gotten up my nerve to like show myself and show my like free spirit fun side. And she totally laughed at me and I let it affect me. And I let it just, I just like turtled. I just put my head and my little legs and my tail um, (laughs) back into my shell. But, you know, I just totally clammed up and I was like, okay, I'm just going to do whatever she tells me because she's the professional and she knows. And if she wants me to have a pirate leg, then I will. Um, So anyway, I ended up getting all the photos back and I really love a lot of them. And if you ever check out showupsociety.com, or if you sign up for my newsletter, you will see the pictures there. You will not see the one of me peeing, and you will not see the one of me peg-legging onto a wall. Um, So luckily, she took enough other good ones that I didn't have to choose those. But I did come away from that photo session feeling, first of all, I felt empowered that I did something really uncomfortable. And I actually recommend everybody at some point going to get a professional photo shoot done because it is so uncomfortable. Um, But there was something empowering about it. And there was something cool about seeing the photos that came out of it. And I'm like, huh, some of these aren't as bad as I thought. Like, I kind of actually like some of them. Um, so anyway, I came away feeling empowered and really proud of myself for doing something that to me was very, very hard. But I also came away really disappointed in myself. I felt really small and I felt really, I don't know, quiet and sad, like a scolded puppy because I didn't totally stand up for myself and show up for myself. And I'm actually looking forward to doing it again in the next year so that I can go in a little bit more confident and saying, no, you know what, I'm not going to do that pose. I don't care for that. But I would like to do this one. And you might laugh and you might think it's silly, but I feel good doing it. And I feel fun and I feel alive. And that's what I'm going to do. So story number two is complete of when I didn't show up for myself. Third one. This is a bigger one. Back in 2012, I started doing a tiny daily habit. um, And I have been doing at least one every single day since then. I started out with uh, creating art in my sketchbook and creating repeat patterns in Adobe Illustrator and writing in my journal. Um, so I did this for a couple years and I started writing about it on my old website and blog. And I was just talking about how people could start habits of their own. I gave tips on it. I found myself talking about it all the time. One time on my blog, I mentioned another guy on the internet talking about habits and he was saying a lot of the same stuff that I was saying. His name was James Clear. File that away. I ended up being on Tiffany Hahn's Raise Your Hand and Say Yes podcast in 2015, talking about tiny daily habits and why I felt like they were super important and doable for everybody. I created an online course and taught that in 2015, and that went really well, and I've taught it many times since then. So I had a friend who is an amazing artist, Jennifer Orkin Lewis. 
was in the class and I interviewed her for one of the lessons because she was also keeping a um, daily habit. She was painting in her a page in her sketchbook every single day and she had done it for years or has done it for years. Um, I'll link to her artwork in the show notes because I want you to check it out. It's so beautiful. Um, the show notes, by the way, are at showupsociety.com forward slash 11. So um, anyway, so Jennifer Orkin Lewis was in the class. Uh, she was taking it as a student and she also uh, showed up for an interview for one of the lessons. So she emailed me after the class was over and she just said, you know, that my class was amazing and that the handouts and worksheets and kind of artwork that I had given as part of the class was super cute and helpful. And she thought that it just had to be in a book. She said, you just have to submit it as a book. Um, so I did. I made this mock-up of a book. I gave kind of the outline of the book. I gave the artwork and the worksheets and all the things. And I made it into this really cute little mock-up. And I sent it to the only publisher that I knew uh, at the time. And she wrote back and was like, yeah, it's cute, but we already have one other habit book coming out. And I don't think there's going to be, you know, the huge market for it. I think we only need the one, but thank you. And so instead of doing, you know, what J.K. Rowling would do or Stephen King or, you know, any other published authors, I was like, okay, cool. It was a good idea. I'm glad I did it, but that's it. And I did not send it to any other publisher. I just filed the book away. I don't even know if I still have it, but I really hope I do. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I did not show up for myself. And now let's go back to that name, James Clear. He published a book. Atomic Habits, and it is taking the world over by storm. I am seeing it everywhere. I'm seeing it on bookshelves, and I'm seeing it mentioned in podcasts and blogs and newsletters. It's everywhere. And I'm so happy for him. And I'm just, it's really cool to see um, somebody from the very beginning of their career to making it big and um, super happy. I get people telling me all the time they'll they'll be at an airport bookstore and take a cover of a book called Tiny Habits or, you know, Habits and How to Start Them and, um, you know, stuff like that and send it to me and go, oh, look, someone's talking about habits just like you. And they'll see things like little quotes in the newspaper, little quotes in email newsletters that they're getting, little things on magazines and all about how tiny daily habits are powerful and strong and this and that. And yeah, yeah. Um, I have been doing the work, but I haven't been showing the work. I haven't been showing up for myself enough to put my work out there on a big scale. And now there are tons and tons and tons of books. Um, at least I feel that way about the subject. And I don't have one, even though I could have, if I had just kept showing up for myself and sent that, um, mock-up book to a lot more publishers and just kept at it and kept talking about it. Cause then I kind of, I kind of stopped talking about it on my blog as much. Um, other things in life were going on and, um, I started a stationary business. Other things kind of came up and I just kind of let that go by the wayside, even though I was still keeping up the tiny daily habits of my own and still am. I just kind of stopped talking about it as much, even though I, you know, I did teach some more workshops on it and people love it. I just didn't follow it through and show up for myself in the way that I wish I would have. So that's going to bring us to the end of 
my three ways that I didn't show up for myself. And I do want to just add a little note on here. I'm not spending any time in regret for any of these. They're just part of my story. And they're good reminders to show up for myself. You know, and it's sort of a motto. Don't be the girl who spends her hard earned money and feels like a baby shark when she rolls down the street. Okay, it's time to check in on that challenge. Did you or did you not shake your booty? And did you or did you not film it and send it to me? I hope that you did all of the above. I'm going to go shake my booty right now. Thank you so much for showing up for this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. I would love it if you would leave me a review or if you would share it with your friends and come visit me on the show notes at showupsociety.com forward slash 11. still here. Thank you for doing what you do. Keep it up.